Hi, welcome to the Parkinson Vitality Project podcast, a place for open and honest discussion about how to intentionally live, move, and thrive with Parkinson's disease. I'm your host, Anne Gould, owner of Envision Physical Therapy and Wellness, where I specialize in helping people with Parkinson's live their fullest lives. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the Parkinson's Vitality Project podcast. As we wrap up March and Women's History Month, I want to spend some time on the podcast discussing women with Parkinson's disease. Men are affected by Parkinson's 1.5 times more frequently than women, according to most statistics. While with increasing age, this gender gap seems to close and women move towards having the same frequency of Parkinson's as men, overall, more men are diagnosed with Parkinson's than women. Because of this, the experiences of women with Parkinson's can be very different than that of men. Women tend to have different experiences within the healthcare system, experience different predominant symptoms of Parkinson's, and many times have very different support systems compared to men living with Parkinson's. Some of the challenges that women with Parkinson's face can start with who they're receiving their care from. Across the board, women dis- experience difficulties in the healthcare system in regards to feeling like their concerns are not being heard or addressed by the healthcare professionals with whom they're seeing. There are countless reports of women who tell their doctors about various symptoms only to have those concerns ignored time and time again, many times at the detriment to the patient. Women are told that their symptoms are due to mental health disorders because they don't fit an expected diagnostic pattern that many healthcare professionals are familiar with, resulting in delayed diagnosis and treatment. Women with Parkinson's experience this just like women with other diagnoses. Some women with Parkinson's report that because of this, their official diagnosis is delayed because their doctors are not listening to them or hearing their concerns. A lot of times they find that healthcare professionals don't consider what truly matters to them when they're reporting their symptoms. In addition, some women are not comfortable sharing all their concerns with their doctors because of the personal natures of these concerns and some of the stigmas that can be attached to them. For example, women who have pelvic floor issues and incontinence may not feel comfortable speaking with a doctor who doesn't take their concerns seriously. Or women may downplay or not mention mental health problems because of the stigma that's attached to mental health disorders. Women have also been known to downplay their symptoms in order to not worry those around them or not be seen as nagging or complaining, which results in those symptoms not being addressed and treated. Women with Parkinson's are less likely to have a specialist directing their care, meaning that they don't have a neurologist or movement disorder specialist on their team. This negatively impacts women with Parkinson's as it'll impact the treatment options that are available to them and offered. Doctors who don't specialize in treating patients with neurological disorders or Parkinson's may not know about more recent drugs or treatments that are available to people with Parkinson's. For example, women with Parkinson's are less likely to get deep brain stimulators. Some of this is because women tend to decline a deep brain stimulator when it is offered, but it also could be because without having specialized care, some women may not even be offered this as a treatment option. Despite there being fewer women who undergo DBS surgery, women who do decide to get a DBS generally report a greater improvement in their quality of life compared to men who undergo the same surgery. One reason that medical professionals may not recognize that a woman has Parkinson's is that women tend to have different symptoms from men. For example, 
women are more likely to report a tremor as their first symptom. They're less likely to present with rigidity, but they tend to have more postural instability. Women are more likely to have trouble swallowing, more facial massing, and restless leg syndrome, and tend to report a higher incidence of pain, anxiety, and depression compared with men. Despite this, women tend to have a lower rate of cognitive impairment or difficulty with thinking compared with men with Parkinson's. Due to these differences in symptoms, women with Parkinson's tend to report a lower physical functioning and socio-emotional quality of life compared to men with Parkinson's. One consideration that is not well studied is the effect of women's hormones on Parkinson's disease. Based on reports of women who have young onset Parkinson's have not yet gone through menopause, we know that the Parkinson's symptoms that they experience are worse during the premenstrual phase, suggesting that there is some impact of hormones on how Parkinson's presents. In addition, these women report changing symptoms of Parkinson's as they go through perimenopause and menopause. Despite this, there's little research or knowledge about the impact of estrogen and other hormones on a woman's experience with Parkinson's disease. One reason that there's little information about the impact of Parkinson's on women is that women are underrepresented in research about Parkinson's. This is a problem that's actually across the board in medical research. A study looking at the representation of women and minorities in research about cancer found that there was low recruitment of women, or less than 40% of the subjects in these studies were women, looking at melanoma, lung cancer, and pancreatic cancer. Because women with Parkinson's are not participating in research, the impact of various medications and treatments on specifically the way Parkinson's presents in women has not been well studied, and we don't have good data about whether women need different treatments compared to men. Some of the reasons that women with Parkinson's may not be participating in research is because women are less likely to be seeing a specialist for their care, meaning that they may not be getting the information about appropriate studies that they could participate in. In addition, being diagnosed later limits the number of studies that women are able to participate in that are looking at more treatments for someone in early diagnostic criteria. And women may not be able to participate in research that requires multiple appointments due to a lack of caregiver for rides. Beyond how Parkinson's specifically affects women, women with Parkinson's are more likely to have social challenges that complicate their ability to care for themselves compared to men with Parkinson's. Overall, women with Parkinson's tend to report having less social support and more psychological distress. One issue that women with Parkinson's tend to experience is a change in their self-perception and issues feeling less attractive and changes in the dynamics of the relationships that women have with their spouse, their children, and their friends. Women report worrying how their diagnosis will affect their role as a caregiver. And all of these issues result in women self-reporting worse disability and quality of life at their initial Parkinson's diagnosis. Due to the lack of social support that women with Parkinson's experience, they're more likely to have paid caregivers than men with Parkinson's, resulting in the women with Parkinson's having more financial strain than men at the same point in their Parkinson's journey. I hope that today highlighted some of the ways that women have different experiences with Parkinson's compared to men with Parkinson's. Women with Parkinson's tend to experience different quality interactions with healthcare professionals, have different experiences getting diagnosed, and experience different symptoms from men. 
These issues are complicated by the fact that there's a lack of research and knowledge about how Parkinson's affects a woman's body and the role of hormones on Parkinson's, as well as the fact that women with Parkinson's tend to have less social support overall compared to men with Parkinson's. Some of the obvious solutions to these issues are educating healthcare professionals about how Parkinson's can present differently in women and helping facilitate better conversations between healthcare professionals and their female patients. And we can work to increase the participation of women in research to help us better understand how Parkinson's affects women as well as what treatments work best for women. We aren't going to change these issues overnight but hopefully recognizing that they exist will help open up conversations about how we can better support and serve women with Parkinson's and many other chronic illnesses where women experience similar issues. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Parkinson's Vitality Project podcast. I look forward to speaking with you again as we move into Parkinson's Disease Awareness Month. Thank you for joining me this week on the Parkinson's Vitality Project podcast. New episodes are released every other Wednesday, so make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you never miss a show. You can also follow me on social media at the links posted in the show notes. Thanks again. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and shouldn't be used as personalized medical advice.